feel like um, people are looking for options and possibility and they don't necessarily want to strike out on their own or at least maybe not right away, but they would love to find some kind of third approach, which is what a side hustle is all about. Can you really launch a side hustle in less than a month? Find out in today's episode. Welcome to Couple Money, a podcast focused on helping spouses get on the same page, dump their debt faster, and get on the path to financial freedom together. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Learn how by visiting bankbetter.org. One of the biggest hurdles I see and hear from couples in the community about why they're not able to pay down their debt save or invest more, is that they don't really have a lot of buffer in their budget. They just don't have that extra cash to put towards their goals. Typically, when you look at the numbers, there are a few ways that you can optimize your budget and cut down on some expenses, maybe negotiate some better deals on some bills. But sometimes it isn't just a spending issue. It's an income issue. But after you've worked a full-time job, most people I know aren't necessarily looking to take on a second one and being tied down to another fixed schedule for so-so pay. Is there a way for you to earn more, maybe on the side, that taps into one of your talents? And can you use that income to either grow your emergency fund, knock out some or all of your debt, and maybe explore a new career? If you've been online for any amount of time, you've probably heard the idea of starting a side hustle. I'm not talking about what you see typically in social media where people are practically bragging about how many hours they are putting in. If that works for them, great. Today, I'm going to be talking about starting a side hustle that is sustainable. That means that you're not focused just on the hours you're putting in, but you're thoughtfully planning out the process so that you're making an impact, building some income, and still have a life. Which is why I'm so happy to pull from the archive an interview I had with Chris Gillibo. He's a serial entrepreneur, host of the Side Hustle School podcast, and author of several books. In this episode, we get into how you could figure out what a good side hustle would be for you, the process of starting one and launching in about a month, and how a sustainable side hustle can also help you build your legacy. Are you ready? Let's get started. Let's begin with the first part. Why side hustles can be a better fit for you than just getting another job or becoming a full-time entrepreneur. I don't know if it's just the two of you, or if you have little ones, or not so little ones in the house. But when you have a family to support, that steady job with benefits is appealing. You may want to earn more, but a second job can take away time from your family for however long you need to earn that margin. While launching a full-blown business sounds like fun, who wouldn't want to be their own boss? Starting and running a business is not only a huge time commitment, it's also investing money which you may not have right now. Even if you have a fantastic idea that looks like it could take off, there is no guarantee. No one wants to be stuck with a heavy load of business debt. But a side hustle, that can be the best of both while minimizing risk. 
I think, though, we should be clear on what a side hustle is. So I would say it's a, an income generating project, ideally one that you're not just trading time for money. Ideally, it's something that you're creating that at least has the potential to earn money for you while you sleep. I'm always very careful about, you know, using those phrases and talking about passive income because most people who have passive income, they tend to have done a lot of active work, you know, to create it. But still, like there's a big difference between going to a job and like clocking in for your part-time second job and making something that then people pay for on their own. Chris has never been a nine-to-five guy. He's been supporting himself through side hustles. And when he first began, it was a bit rough. You probably make a couple of disclaimers. Like, first of all, I wasn't strategic. It's not like uh, when I started the Art of Nonconformity, what, eight or nine years ago, I, I had this roadmap and this like plan of how everything was going to develop because I definitely didn't. Second disclaimer is I really like projects. Like I like starting things. I really enjoy, like I get a vision for something and I really want to invest my time in it. Um, not really into the whole minimalism kind of thing of like, let's really pare down. Like I, I keep adding to my life and I do that because I enjoy it. I feel very fortunate to, to have this life. So those are the two like starting points. But through the years, he kept refining and found a system that made it much easier to succeed. And that system is in part the reason why he wrote his book, Side Hustle, From Idea to Income in 27 Days. As to like how it, it happened, I think it was partly, it was a blend of like my own vision and my own message of how I wanted to develop the art of nonconformity and then $100 startup and some of the projects that came later. But also a very good portion of it was just like that story I told about last year, everybody was asking me about side hustle. Like a lot of it was kind of in response to my readers and my community that kind of cropped up along the way. And like with $100 Startup, for example, I noticed there were all these materials being published about startups in like the traditional sense. I kept running into people all over middle America and elsewhere around the world for whom they were doing some kind of entrepreneurial project, but it had nothing to do with like a traditional startup methodology. I called them accidental entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and I felt like nobody was really catering to them and nobody was really writing for them and publishing resources and things that would be helpful for them. So I focused on them. A lot of that kind of came over the next five years as well. I had the quest to go to every country in the world. So ended up writing a book about quests. So it's this combination of things I believe in, things I'm excited about, and then things that seem to resonate with other people. As with anything worthwhile, there are challenges when creating a side hustle. A few of the big ones include finding a profitable idea. Just because you're in love with it doesn't mean your future customers will be. Speaking of which, you have to identify the right customers and clients to serve. Otherwise, your business is bust. And of course, you have to create the product, but that's just part of it. You also have to market it properly when you do the launch. Once it is launched, you have to make sure you refine so you can improve the results. You miss a step, and at best, you're eking by. Well, more than likely, you're not going to make any money with your side hustle. You look at the whole process, and it seems like it's just even difficult to sort which is why Chris designed his new book a certain way. Another frustration point I noticed that a lot of people are like, oh, yes, I want this. Like, I totally am convinced of the value of this in my life, but I'm really busy. I don't have a lot of time. I don't want to, to you know, go down five different roads or 10 different roads and then not get anywhere. I want to know, like, what do I do? Step one, step two, step three. That's exactly how I wrote the book. Basically, it's like a 27-day plan, one step per day. I spend 20 or 30 minutes on each step. And you can, of course, work at your own pace. If you want to work faster or slower, that's fine. But the idea is like, here is a process that you can follow. I, I did that basically in response to the 
you know, what I was hearing from people that they, they needed that kind of process and structure. Chris's book, Side Hustle, lays out those steps. I got in a copy and I got to say it's packed, but into doable chunks you can do each day. The first week is all about brainstorming several ideas that have potential to be profitable. In the second week, you'll narrow it down to one and identify the ideal customer it serves. In the third week, you're creating the product, pricing it, and taking care of other back-end business, like a website and payment system. You then launch in the fourth week and review your results and refine them accordingly. Chris has done his homework. And besides the book, which is really a great step-by-step framework, he also launched a podcast that dives into the world of side hustles. There was not a lot of education out about it. Uh, Most of it was, as you said, like quit your job, take a risk, jump off a cliff, et cetera. Or there was kind of misconceptions about what a side hustle actually is. And so I was trying to show people like, here's how you actually start an asset, you know, and create something that really earns money for you, which I know you talk about a fair amount too. So that was the kind of the impetus. And I was like, well, I really want to go all in with it. Like I've, I've dabbled in lots of stuff before and I really wanted to like commit to something for this year. So that's why I started the daily podcast, Side Hustle School. Um, that's why I wrote the book, Side Hustle, getting ready to do a hundred city tour. Um, really just kind of focused on like anything I can do to help people with this concept. The Side Hustle School is a daily look at the diverse projects and income streams people are creating and running now. There are episodes about people selling candles, hammocks, food products, gin kits, guitar lessons, you name it. But even more than earning income, the two of you might want to sit down and talk about what impact your side hustle can have. Can it be an opportunity to not only help others, but also make a big impact in the community? I think uh, that's also the the whole point of of intentionality. You know, you're you're just trying, at least for me, I can speak for myself. I'm just trying to do, I'm just trying to do something that interests me and that it's helpful to other people. Like those are my two criteria. And I feel like as long as I keep following that path, a lot of what I do inevitably is going to disappear just like everybody. But I'm hoping like there's this small percentage, this small little fraction that, you know, ends up like sustaining or being enduring. And it doesn't have to be like in a famous or public way, but like for somebody who's listening or somebody who's reading, like it makes that like lasting impact in their life. But you don't always necessarily know in advance, at least I think, you don't necessarily know which aspect of your work is going to fit into that category. So you have to just kind of try a bunch of different stuff. If you're like us, you probably have quite a number of accounts between the two of you, including your old 401ks. It can be difficult to stay on top of everything, especially when your old employer switches providers which is what happened with my husband. Here's where our sponsor Capitalize can help. Capitalize helps you find and roll over an old 401k into an IRA of your choice for free. They handle the entire process. And yes, that includes calling your old employer or the 401k provider on your behalf. If you're ready to make managing your old 401ks much easier, find out more at simplifyandenjoy.com slash capitalize. Before we wrap up, I want to share a few key takeaways I picked up from reviewing my interview with Chris. The first one is focus on the intersection of what people need, what you're good at, and what people are willing to pay for. Follow your passion is great advice for a hobby, but if you're looking to make some reliable and steady income, you have to make sure that it's a service or good people want to pay for 
many times they're willing to do that for something that they need, some problem that they have to have solved. As you are taking those first steps in figuring out what you want to sell, whether it is a service or a good, make sure that you keep that in mind. The second is build and launch the minimal viable product. One huge mistake people make, and I've done this myself, is trying to make something complicated. You want to have the all-in-one solution, or you're trying to launch several different things at once. It's better for you to focus on getting something off the ground and launched than trying to make things perfect the first time around. You're not going to get it right the first time. You're just learning the ropes as you're launching this new side hustle. Finally, this is going to be the meat of the side hustle, which is iterate and improve. Once you have something up, it is much easier to optimize it. You're going to get feedback from your audience, whether it's good or bad, that you can take and improve. It'll help you create a better product or service for your community, which in turn can help you build a more sustainable business. I know this episode, we focused a lot on building that income, but it does help to make sure that your current expenses are optimized. Don't forget, we have a free course called Five Days to 5K, which walks you through step-by-step on how to find, save, and earn extra money. So if you want to grab that, just head over to couplemoney.com slash 5K. If you're thinking of starting a side hustle, you can grab Chris's book, Side Hustle from Idea to Income in 27 Days at your favorite bookstore or library. If you want to hear more from others who are running a side hustle, please check out Chris's podcast, Side Hustle School. As always, I'll have all the info and details in the show notes, along with resources to help you to get started over at couplemoney.com. Our theme was from audio with additional music by Lee Rosevere in Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, I want to say thank you. Couple Money Podcast is possible because of incredible listeners like you. Your tweets, reviews, likes, and more are so encouraging. Thank you so much. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.